How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello, my beautiful babes. How are you all? You sound gorgeous, absolutely divine. Me and Milky, we're rested, aren't we? Because we had our day off yesterday. Went down the cinema. We watched The Railway Children, didn't we, in 4D? That was Milky's choice. I didn't like it particularly, personally, but it was gorgeous. And then we got in there and realised we was actually watching the Minions movie. And then Milky got a stiffy and we had to leave. We haven't spoken about that yet, Milky, but I'll tell you something. That, we've got to take you to see someone, haven't we? Because that ain't right. That ain't right. But to be honest, I think it's just the cold weather and the excitement. You've never seen an animation before. <laughs> How are you lot? You all right? Yeah. Nice to have a little audience in it. I like to come out and have a little chat, just to show, prove the people at home that it ain't a, a lie. <laughs> you, look, you look ever so trendy and funky. What's your name? Betty. Oh, and Betty's quite a trendy name. Do you think? <laughs> well, they're ever so trendy now, though, the granny names, aren't they? Where are you from? I'm from Hertfordshire. Bit of the money. <laughs> you know what I mean? I could do with a bit of sponsorship if you're looking this way. I like your shoes as well. For the listeners at home, because this is a podcast, imagine that. They're like, a bit like bowling shoes, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Very nice. Well, it's good just to meet you, Betty. I adore you. And every, all of you lot, I adore you lot too. Don't want to leave you out. Okay, gorgeous. Shall we welcome to the stage our gorgeous guests? What do you reckon? Beautiful. Let's welcome to the stage the wonderful Jack Brook and the gorgeous Patty Harrison. Oh my God. You can see it whichever way you want. How are you both? Good to see you here. Thanks for coming on. Patty, it's your day off. I can't believe we dragged you in on your day off. No, th- th- this is a, um, I'm what I wanted to do on my day off. It's chill. It's <laughs> nice. Know. I haven't really gotten... On any of the other days that I've had shows, I've been so stressed out about my shows, I haven't like felt really confident and good to do other, like mm-hmm. hop on other people's yeah. shows. So this is really nice Why that it's it kind of, beca- I think because I only have the bandwidth to focus on one like kind of stressful performative thing a day. Yeah. Um, performative, uh, performative, like as in performing um, on stage <laughs> and not like my, my political beliefs and my <laughs> activism. And 
Did you come on the train this morning? Did I came on the LNER Azuma service at 9am from King's Cross to Edinburgh Waverley. Did you get any snacks? Yep. I, at one point, my friend fell asleep on the train <laughs> and I lied <laughs> that, that <laughs> I lied that um, she'd been asleep the whole journey, therefore hadn't had her breakfast order. So could we get another bacon bap? And then I ate her bacon bap and I finished off her original bacon bap. So I had 2.5 bacon baps. Which basically means you went first class, didn't you? First class. Only, only get <laughs> We know this because you only get delivered food in the little first class oh bit, don't yeah. you? Shit, I forgot. I'm supposed to be holding up that I'm Watford's working class hero. But well, no. that, that disappeared a long time ago. A long time ago. To be fair yeah. enough. How do you two know each other then? Because you're actually buddies, aren't you? Um, well, we yeah. met recently. Yeah, Patty yeah, came to my birthday party. <gasps> oh, I the one yeah. I wasn't at. Oh, no. I was, uh, yeah, to be fair, you did invite me, but yeah, I was Yeah, but you were up here. Yeah, I was in Edinburgh. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> Forgive me, it's my paranoia. <laughs> <laughs> it comes back, the pills don't work. <laughs> yeah, Patty came to my birthday with lovely Lolly Adafope. Yeah. Yeah, I, I met her. I met her through friends uh, who were our comedy friends in the States who met her interning for, I think, Baby Wants Candy at Fringe, Edinburgh Fringe, Years I think, ago. in like Edinburgh Fringe in like 2013, I think. Or something. So technically, so it's the like fringe. all kind of yeah. Yeah, it, everything. Yeah. All things trace back to, to like the fringe. Yeah, to the uh, to like a drippy cave in the underbelly. Oh I yeah. find that you and me met in a drippy cave in the underbelly, and it was <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> that cave, I swear to God, I could smell Robert the Bruce in that cave. I could, <laughs> I could smell his breath at night when there was no one else around, and I was I don't know adjusting a bit of set that had fallen on someone because <laughs> that's actually th that's the run got cancelled because. Because the roof fell the roof in. Fell in. Yeah. That's why I'm yeah. Oh, not a joke. No, it did they charge joke. us? Did they charge us for the full run? Of course they did. <laughs> <laughs> not our fault. The roof caved in. Well, it is. Because <laughs> you should have done more <laughs> to fix it. <laughs> so they didn't care, and that was it. That's why I met Gorgeous Monica. Yes. We had a gorgeous little run that time, didn't we? You was always oh. down. Oaxaca. That was your little hall. Oaxaca. Anyone want to go to Oaxaca? <laughs> yeah. Have you got a gold? you got a gold card or something? No, but the best thing that's happened to me recently is that Harvester have been in touch. Oh, yeah. Because I <laughs> set an episode of Big Boys and Harvester and I've got ten free Harvesters. To, to, and I've got, I've got a year as of last month to take them, which is now, like, what, one a month? So I'm going to do a little tour. Patty, have you been to Harvester? <gasps> You'd love it. No. I don't know what that... I don't even know what it is. Imagine, like, a restaurant that's on the side of a main road. <laughs> and when you walk in, someone's like, salad. And then you go, and there's, like, a salad bar, and you get, like, a free little bowl of salad. But predominantly, you, like, skip over everything healthy and just get, like, pasta with, like, loads of mayonnaise and croutons and potatoes. Then what is the point of the person's job who screams salad? Oh, no, they're, they're volunteers. not employed. They're volunteers. They're volunteers. <laughs> they're volunteers. That's what I used to do. Are they on commission? Um, I don't... Uh, um, perhaps. I think you can tip them. I did go to... Uh, I'm just going to ruin all of my chances of ever getting anything free from Harvester. But I went to Harvester once and they have this kind of little sloppy beetroot vibe in the thing. There was mm. a lighter in it. <laughs> there was what? I said, sorry, excuse me. <laughs> that is a Diane. There's song. a lighter in here. <laughs> and we weren't no word of a lie. She came over, took the lighter out. Sorry about that. <laughs> went about her business. <laughs> Didn't take the salad away. Just left it there. No, see, I know, because we filmed in the Harvester Salad Bar, 
that they were really on making sure that the cross-contamination from oh, the customers... Choose your alliances, Jack. Stop sucking up to <laughs> Harvester <laughs> on the bleed. Actually, Just so you get your temporary dinners. Are pretty incredible. <laughs> what do you get from a Harvester, though? Patty, I can't, I'm trying to explain to you the menu here. Basically, it's four different kinds of meats with four different kinds of barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had Sounds any good. nice food in Edinburgh, Patty? Um, I I have well I haven't really gone to like a lot of restaurants because I feel like I'm just eating chips in the courtyard after shows and stuff. But that was it Kilimanjaro coffee. Oh. I've eaten there all, like ten times. I just well, that's <laughs> where I just had my brunch was Kilimanjaro. Where do we go? We have a little. Uh, we'll have a steak bake. I say that all the time. I wake up, headbutt the wall, go and get a steak bake. <laughs> <laughs> that's my routine. Wake up, headbutt the wall. Have a yakult. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> <laughs> then I have a steak bake. Have a little sleep because the. <laughs> then that's it. <laughs> beautiful. Anyway, better ask some questions. It's a chat show, you lot. All right, beautiful. What have I got here? So I've lost the plot, to be honest. I'm halfway through. You know <laughs> what I mean? We've only got two of these gorgeous shows left, haven't we? Our chat shows. Oh, wow. This is the penultimate one. And it's been gorgeous. <laughs> I so feel like I feel like because you guys are all halfway through the festival and I've just arrived today, I'm like really ready, but you guys are like being quite earnest about where you're eating. <laughs> and I'm you like want you want to like play and get be nasty and okay. You want to get busy. I want to get nasty and naughty and dirty and filthy. Oh yeah. my god! I think not even five o'clock at night. I can feel like we've all since you've been gone, we've all had like our dark nights of the soul. <laughs> <laughs> moment and so we're all like softened and have empathy still or yeah. like a brighter form brighter coming into our empathy and that's the space that I'm in right now when I want to talk to you about how good the veggie <laughs> haggis is at Kilimanjaro we've Coffee. lost our personalities mm -hmm. to oh, Arthur's seat it, took it. <laughs> it came in the night it just looks at us yeah. whilst we sleep Arthur's seat like a Doctor Who episode and just sucks our brains out <laughs> takes our personalities and what they, what they don't tell you, which I think is crazy, is like when you go up to Arthur's seat that he's up there. <laughs> he's like, hang it, he's up there. He's got big bubble butt. He's thick in the American way. It's like thick, thick bubble butt. And he's got those big, Injections. White, he's got those big white wedding cake shoes, doesn't he? Wedding cake shoes? Yeah, like the feeler ones, you know, the big white oh, ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, All the trendy yeah. Big, chunky, wear. chunky. He's got a big old bubble stickers. butt. Big yeah. white feeler, trendy white trainer. He's waist training. Yes, yeah. waist <laughs> training. Got a, yeah. like got a dumbbell. He's got yeah. two dumbbells just <laughs> next to him. Okay, this is fun. Now, you just got back from Margate doing the yeah. Pride. Margate Pride. And you met Sugar Babes. Am the I wrong? Sugar Babes. You're, 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 you're completely correct. Tell us a little story about them. What are they like? Are they nice? Well, I met the original three. So, so we're talking Ooh. the OG, the so first sick. three, Mucha Keisha Siobhan. And what, um, what are your thoughts? Well, I'd I'm just going to say this, right? I feel a bit bad for Heidi because Heidi technically was in the Sugar Babes the longest. Yeah. She did the longest run. Yeah. But she's fully, I mean, it's like that bitch never even lived. Yeah. Like, they're, 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 um, but all three of them are lovely. But it's like the woman who works in the office for the longest. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. no one cares about her. No. <laughs> then someone swans in at the end. They're a bit <laughs> dynamic and everyone's like, oh, I'm going to miss you so much. Whilst Karen's just in the corner going, I've been here for six weeks. <laughs> six years. Yeah. No one cares, Karen. You're going to die miserable. She's been, over the years, building up, like, she's been, like, putting clay, like, 
fa- she's been fastening clay, using clay like pipe bombs under the building <laughs> for like yeah. six years for her final day. Yeah, and when she goes... That's, she doesn't have time murder. to talk. Absolute murder. Yeah. That's a Channel 5 documentary I can't wait to watch. <laughs> well, no, it'd be a Netflix thing, wouldn't it, where it'd be like, this is Karen, she's normal. Then it would go through... It would, <laughs> it would tell you what happened literally after the first sentence and then you'd watch seven episodes where nothing happened and then it would repeat the last sentence at the end (laughs) and then you'd be miserable yeah it would be there would literally be nothing about the story and it'd be like Karen had a 14 year old daughter who's a little slut (laughs) and then it would be like her smoking cigarettes and like wearing a thong for like seven episodes and then it would go back and it's literally the mom blowing up the building yeah Karen yeah so in America did they say, you've got to go and do the fringe? I bet they didn't. <laughs> Don't make me say it. Um, no, I, uh, they asked if, uh, uh, I, I told my, my uh, I have like a booking, a show booking agent. And I was like, I would really love to travel because I've like never traveled in my life, really. And oh, really? Well, you never? Only until like the past couple years for work. So I just feel like I haven't seen a lot of stuff. And they were like, would you want to do Fringe? And all my friends that like talk about Fringe in this like way that makes it, there's like a mythology around it. it, Well, so they all say that you've got to do it. It's a beautiful experience. Yeah, that it's just like really fun and that there's nothing else like it. And it's really hard and like, it's just like a a boot camp. And have you found it hard or did you think, you know, it's gotten easier, isn't it? I guess when the shows go well, you're all happy and you're laughing, you know. It is. It was really hard. It's been like tough. It's like definitely like I think it's as long as it can be without you getting symptoms forever. Like I don't know. I feel, but I feel like I'm having a great time and I'm learning a lot about performing. <laughs> <laughs> but we, to be fair, you are a bit. You're a bit like a Hollywood. You're a bit like a Hollywood actress. To be fair, and then why are you coming to the bleeding fringe? You know, and eating in brigadoons or whatever it's called every day. You veggie breakfast. Oh. <laughs> Um, it's just, it's like high spectrum narcissism. I need attention in any way I can fucking get it. And it's either this or it's me putting C4 in the, in the side of a building <laughs> for my coworkers. I mean, no. we met at the French show. We, we know the importance of it. Do you think your show, I mean, because everyone's seen Big Voice, haven't they? Jack's an incredible TV show, one of the best TV shows. Oh. I've got to say it, Jack, because it is one of the most gorgeous. Now, do you think a lot of that came from working at the, fr- like, yeah. build, making shows at the Fringe and then they eventually build into something that's really magical and that you put on the screen. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, all, I mean, all of Big Boys is basically just, like, recycled Edinburgh Fringe material from three hours' worth of shows. Yeah. That, like, it's quite nice sometimes to, to, to make something that's got, like, other characters in because, like, th- the idea of doing a one-man show is so unbelievably narcissistic self-indulgent and the, the the older i get the more i realize like what an absolute twat i must have been like so so the, the way you're even smiling and nodding like yeah you were no. yeah you were i think you got worse as you've got older actually <laughs> <laughs> um but no but yeah i feel very very grateful for edinburgh because i think it's um like yeah it's such a good testing ground i mean also like but i think patty probably agree with this like the best way that you can test out jokes is in front of people. Yeah. Like, which is why, like, I don't really do much, like, online comedy or, like, TikTok skits, even though it'd be fun to do. But I'm just like, I need people to know if something's funny or not type thing who are, like, in the room. So it's a really good way of, like, testing stuff. Did you do a stand-up album before you came, Patty? 
No. So well, your no. first time was doing it at Soho, was it? So, uh, th- so this is what Jack was fucking skinning me alive for, is that last year I did six shows at the Soho Theatre in London, and they were hour-long shows. And it was, again, like I had told my um, booking agent, Mark, that I was like, I really want to, like, if I can travel and do comedy, that would be great. He was like, "Do you want to? Would you want to do a run at this theater?" And I was like, "Okay, cool." But I hadn't performed in like all of lockdown, hadn't written anything new, so I was like, "I'm just gonna do, throw together a bunch of this like old stuff, and see if any of it still lands, just to like, get the like gears turning again." And then did that show, and then didn't really perform again for a while after that. And then they asked if I, Soho Theater asked, or like because they have their fringe programming. They're like, would you want to go to Fringe with yeah. Soho Theater? Because they would think that's cool. And I was like, oh yeah, that's great. I thought I had. I had no idea. I had no idea like if you had a show that wasn't like complete, that it was. You have to call it a work in progress. I didn't know that your show has to have a title. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna do like material and like. It sounds like the Fringe is a place where you work that stuff out. I didn't know that like. Like, my show, my tickets were going to be more expensive because they thought I had, like, a tight hour. And that, like, it was just, like, all this this stuff that was, like, kind of, like, oh, oh, I realized it as I got here that I was, like, people want, like, a really tight uh, show show. And I'm literally being, like, what if... Hey guys, look look down here. What if Stuart Little was right here and I was sucking his fucking dick? <laughs> Does that land? Does, is that funny to you guys? And that's like dead silent. Well, it and it's like your tickets are fifty five dollars. <laughs> They're not fifty five dollars, but yeah. they well, should be for that. Well, you could you because I get a little Stuart Little out and they show his cock to everyone. Oh my god! He's like, put me down. <laughs> and he he gets about ten percent of what I make on the show, which is what's sad. He gets some somewhere you make full stop now. Full stop. Full stop. Yeah, he's on, he's on my team. He's one of my reps. <laughs> my manager, which is like Still we have a really CAA. toxic <laughs> sexual relationship that there will be a book about, and it's not going to be an easy read. <laughs> <laughs> but do you? So what about? So you've had reviewers in to review your show like a full hour. Is that not a bit worrying then if you don't feel? Oh, confident? I've gotten reviews for it. I, they were. I was like, whether I like it or not, I'm going to get them, and they're good. They reflect yeah, what I just said. No, they don't. <laughs> You've had great re- reviews, Quasis. I've gotten them before, but I've, uh, I've gotten some fair bad reviews. I, re- I read them, and I was like, that is fucking fair. <laughs> it's like she talks. Her, her show is about an hour and a half too long, and I was like, uh, yes. Someone last night came up to me and was like, my show is supposed to be 60 minutes long, and I've gotten in trouble for it going an hour and 20 almost every single night. <laughs> uh, because, uh, again, I'll be like, I'm like, okay, I have my material in order. And then I'll be like, wait a second, I really got to ask you guys, what do you guys think of green beans? <laughs> and then there's like a 40-minute riff on like me trying to win them back after that. Um, but yeah, someone came up and was being so nice because like people constantly like leave my show to go catch another show because I'm going over. And this, this girl was like, uh, do you think this, all those people who left during your show left because they were, like, offended? Or do you think they, like, didn't know that, like, your show, they thought your show was only going to be an hour and that it's actually supposed to be an hour and a half? They didn't know it was an hour and a half show. And I was like, no, it is an hour. It's supposed to be an hour. I just go over. And she was like, "Mm." And I was like, I have no, we have nowhere to go. 
you get charged for that, there, don't you? If you go over, they, I don't get charged for that. I think the guys, <laughs> yeah, the, the people that I loved so deeply and have been so nice and care for me, I just bludgeon them with fines from the. Yeah. Patty has come from America here to basically bankrupt an arts council funded <laughs> institution. Well, it's kind of like it's like kind of the idea of credit cards. It's kind of taking the idea of credit cards and using that and like kind of moral faith that people have in me here. But what was your was your background in stand up or did you? Um, I, I in college I started doing improv and then I moved to New York and then couldn't afford improv classes so I just started doing like character bits on stage and then getting booked on stand-up shows. So now it's like, I would say it's stand-up, but I don't feel like I'm like a stand-up. Mm. A stand-up. Until you get me start talking about <laughs> the difference between um, men and women. <laughs> Patty's got a great bit on airplane food, haven't you? It, th sometimes they give it to you way later than they should. <laughs> Again, it's like Jack in first class. Yeah. Here's my bacon sandwich, smashing the window, pulling the <laughs> thing. <laughs> Putting bits of that explosive on the along the carriage. Have you ever got a first class train? Oh, yeah, you have, and it ended badly. Well, I, I well, what I will say is I've ridden the trains. Uh, I guess the different, I don't really remember. I know I've read the LNER, and I've read, I've read, I've rode, uh, I took a train to Paris one time from London, and I, I've taken the first class and I've taken the regular tickets and they're not that different other than it's super expensive and the food is really bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's like crazy that I was like, oh, maybe because the tickets are like double, triple that you'll get like food on a plate and they really take that little sandwich and they fling that bag <laughs> at you so fast, <laughs> which is fine. And well like this, I'm okay with that. I had to headbutt woman actually, weirdly enough, on... <laughs> I don't know, where was we? Carlisle or something? She came up to me, she went, that's my seat. <coughs> I said, no, it ain't great. <laughs> well, she came at me. Really? Yeah, she chose the wrong person. Because I'll tell you what, <laughs> those Percy pigs went all over the carriage. <laughs> <laughs> it was a nightmare. But did I win Milky? Of course I believed in one. <laughs> no one come, no one approaches me on a train when I've got my little mask on. I'm having the time of my life. I've got my little earphones in. Listen to Enya, that's how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jack, I think it's safe to say that all those days ago when we met in our beautiful little fringe venue, yeah. you know, we, we would sit there talking about the future, and you say, Diane, one day I'm going to become a national treasure, just like you. And I said, <laughs> Yeah, might, you might do, Jack, but don't forget, things get disappointed. No, Jack was right. You came on and you became a national treasure. Well, you certainly get that way, aren't you? Because let's have a look at these people who have seen Big Boys and given it a beautiful... Oh, Kathy Burke. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh sorry, what's that? Russell, Russell T. Davies. Oh. I mean, these are the institutions British Don't forget Ghislaine Maxwell. She was lovely about the show as well. <laughs> <laughs> She's watched it from a bunker. <laughs> She's watched it 18 times on a loop. That's what they're using as torture that's now. Wait, Ghislaine Maxwell? Yeah. Did you? That's not a good thing that she watched your show. She got cancelled. <laughs> she. I hate to be the person I'm breaking to you, but she got cancelled in this in the no, states. She's yeah. She's been cancelled. Yeah, she was. She was biphobic one time. <laughs> she was biphobic in 1999. <laughs> she was biphobic on the 
to one of the girls on the Lolita Express. Wow. And that girl came forward. Okay, and we're moving on <laughs> because the lawyers are sweating here. Okay, I'm not ending up in prison. No chance. So, Jack, anyway, as I was saying before we started talking about <laughs> the good and the lost, <laughs> what, what's it been like? The feedback and everything. So, I mean, it's such a gorgeous show, but go on, tell us. What's it been like getting people, what's their feedback been? Because you've really hit a, I guess as well, it's like a working class comedy like yours, you know, that mm. is really packed full of jokes and gorgeous and has a lot of heart. Like all the great writers, that's what it's like. So what has the feedback been like? And to be put in that position where you've done something, you must be so proud of it as a show. It's so, it's like lovely. It's so nice, even like you saying it, like it's been the nicest like four or five months of my life. I've had the loveliest time. That's not good it's enough, Jack. You need examples. <laughs> Can it's I have examples, Jack, please? Uh, examples of what? Of it being good? No, I'm joking. Just there, was, there, was like a, there was like a week where I remember being like, I would check my phone each day and there would be like another message from someone. And it got to a point where it just my friends were just like, this is exhausting now. Because I'd be like, oh, Kathy Burke just tweeted it. She absolutely loves it. And then I'd be like, oh, Russell D. Davis just called me. And then I'd be like, oh, Melanie C. just like just messaged me. Oh and then I'd be like, oh, Richard Curtis called me at two o'clock in the morning. <gasps> and then and then by the Richard Curtis, everyone was like, fuck off. We don't <laughs> care. Nah, nah. Big boys, bum boys, bad boys. Nah. So I've got enough people to like bring me back down from the excitement of it, which is good, I think. But yeah, it's been lovely. You hate it though. Patty hates it. Well, no, I was just. I was, <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, it's not really that big of a deal if Melanie C congratulates you on something because she congratulates a lot of people kind of on everything. People. I've gotten DMs from her. She's like, "Congratulations! I saw you got went got coffee today at Kilimanjaro <laughs> Coffee." Yeah, they are quite. Do you know what? You. Now you said that, you're right actually. Yeah, because they do throw about a bit of praise. Who, Melanie C? Melanie C, yeah. I, well, I mean, she calls me a lot because, of course, I was with her mum in prison. Yeah. She taught me how to high kick <laughs> Melanie's yeah, mum. Yeah, true. Yeah. I, in fact, that's why I could dislocate both my hips. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Melanie C. That's how I get through any tight corner. <laughs> there's something... There's, I tell you what, though. <coughs> genuinely, Melanie C would love both of you a lot. Melanie C is quite progressive. Do you think someone has to be progressive to like us? Wow. Yeah. I mean, compared to the other four, you really think Jerry's going to come and see... Actually, she'd come Just and see... Just shut yeah, your okay. mouth, Jerry. You've said too much, doing yourself a pickle now. What you're basically saying is, compared to Jerry, who's basically Darth Vader... <laughs> Jerry's been hugging Nadine Dorries, who doesn't believe in the arts. So exactly. I that's mean, what I'm saying. Wait, so there's someone who doesn't believe in art? Yeah. yeah, and the they're, the, they're the cultural minister for the arts. Ah! Sorry, I when Nadine Doris, so Nadine Doris is, well, actually, what we got? Who's the other one? She's also friends with her, the one who's going to be prime minister, maybe. Liz Trust. Liz Trust. Now she, <laughs> when she, it's she's had an experiment done on her, right? And they showed her all these paintings, and they said to her, "What can you see?" And she just said, "It's." It's just a grey wall. And everyone was like, that's a Picasso. But she actually can't see colour or paint. No. <laughs> that's how dark it is. And now she's be going to become the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Mm. And she can't even see art. <laughs> God, this is every everything we've said has ended on a real bum note. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This little section's called Dear Diane, okay? Now, in Dear Diane, what happens is they write in and they ask us for their advice, okay? Dear Diane. Oh, well, none of us are going to know this. Oh, actually, I've got... I've Shall I just say it? <laughs> Dear Diane, what's the secret to a long and happy relationship? If, if I'm honest, with me and my Ron, so Patty, I'll fill you in. I've got my gorgeous boy Ron, who's my partner. Been with him for years. Um, he's gorgeous. I met him. He used to be a bouncer down my nightclub, The Flick. He's a bare-knuckle boxer. Family are renowned on Canby. And, you know, I like a kind of man that you can in his presence and smell what he's eating. <laughs> you know? And yeah. usually with him, it's a potato waffle. <laughs> he just has them on the go all the time. He loves a potato waffle. Now, in my eyes, what makes my relationship with Ron so good? You need a man who is happy to pick your dead skin off of a night time. You sit there, <laughs> watching Bargain Hunt, and he's just filing away with a hacksaw. <laughs> on your feet? <clears throat> on the feet? No, not on the feet. On my eyes. <laughs> I've got so much dead on my cataracts. He's just sitting there going to my cataracts with a chopstick. <laughs> <laughs> Lifting it away. Beautiful. That, so that's my, is my thing. No, not really that. That was a joke. Do you know what? Always try, we always try and make each other happy. So we always try and give each other a little surprise. You know, like a little cream egg. You'll put a little cream egg in the glove compartment and I'll open it. I'll be like, oh, there's a cream egg in here. <laughs> <laughs> So what do you two think? What's your, have you had long relationships? What's your... I'm allowed to ask that from both of you. I don't know if you want to talk about your personal life. I, I actually haven't had, like, a long-term relationship. Oh. Yeah. I didn't, have my f- I didn't have my first boyfriend until I was 26. Oh, wow. Yeah. But was I that a nice relationship, Paul? It was. It w- I think it was kind of the perfect first relationship for that time. I think because I was, like, dealing with... I didn't come out as transgender until I was like 24 so up until then I felt pretty like like sexually in a in a vacuum I was like I gotta deal with this other stuff first before 
um, hand. So yeah, I would my my well, if I gave advice, it would probably be really like really destructively bad for this person. <laughs> I would say like fuck fuck them fuck them before fuck them before you know their name, and uh, suck them before you kiss them. <laughs> That's good advice. But to be fair, though, I think... Oh, yeah, round of applause, please. Come on. Thank you. Actually, what you're saying is that you've got to be happy with yourself before you can be in a relationship. But I think that's an important thing, isn't it? I think so, yeah. I think that's... You've you got you to gotta have, like... You sh- I, I think it's if your, you know, orbit is healthy enough, then you sh- it's okay to bring someone else in, I think. Yeah. But it's also, like... I feel like some people are, like, in a self-betterment vortex where they're perpetually, like always being like, I need to be like, yeah, I don't think anyone's ever going to be like perfect, but yeah, I think you got to have your stuff under control before you like start batting your lashes and flicking your little tits around trying to <laughs> bring someone in. What Am I speaking f- completely what in made the back you feel of my throat? Then coming out when you were that age and what was it that made what you feel relaxed? It wasn't, I, w- I wasn't relaxed. I was like, I, f- I felt really like kind of like crazy nihilist suicidal to the point that I was like I might as well come out and see how it goes and if it sucks I'll kill myself and if it is cool then I'm going to get rocking huge tits and get like 30,000 thread lifts and get fox eye surgery and get my lower ribs removed so I can waist train and then get the other ribs removed so I can self suck And also, and it was a powerful journey, and I had my <laughs> butterfly journey, and that—that's kind of every ten years, I'm like, I'll kill myself when I'm forty, unless I get like an amazing job where I can afford like two-story condo. Well, it's a very dark way of asking the universe for what you want, isn't it? Do it. <laughs> it's a very dark way of asking the universe for what you want. It's like if you want me, you better deliver. If not, I'm out of it. You're blackmailing the universe, essentially. What are you getting at? Well, no, it's good. I'm saying it's a technique that's going to work. And tonight, I'm going to make some threats. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jack, and relationship advice? I've, I, I've not really had a long-term relationship either. But I think I'm done. I'll get on the Alan Niara Zuma back. <laughs> I'll just go. It wasn't my well, year. I don't even have a show. I don't this know has been me. the last Chat Maturity podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, we won't be doing any more because everyone's left us. Do you use the app? You don't use the apps, then, do you? It's a bit... I do. I use the apps. Yeah, we both use the apps. Yeah. Everyone uses... Even when someone's like, I'm not using the apps, it's because they've deleted the app the night before and they're about to re-download Well, everyone's very negative about them, though. They, I feel like there's new... You know, I should do a singles night down the flick, shouldn't I? Something like yeah. that. In real life, people need to meet each other in real life, I think. But you, it's very hard to do that because we're all so shy and scared. But it's harder to do that when you're, like, part of the Lugabatekia community. Yeah, celebrities like you too. Me... <laughs> I'd be on the celebrity now. I'm almost like a, a deity. Yeah, but Diane, you've got a big, a big black book full of names from the I 80s have, yeah, but and they're 90s. All mostly dead now. Or you treat. <laughs> <laughs> so I've had you tree is like a what's the equivalent American equivalent? Like Har- they've been Harvey Weinstein. Oh no. Yeah. Do you know what? I feel like we're running out of time because we just started gassing. <laughs> We've only got 10 minutes left. Look, the producer's holding the card up. You've got 10 minutes left. Do something. <laughs> Quick one more chat with Julie then. Dear, no, not chat with Julie. That's a TV show. I give up. I quit. <laughs> Dear Diane, I bought alcohol-free beers for me and my two children, age 9 and 11. My wife is furious. 
Am I in the wrong? Don't care. Sorry. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You'll get over it. We used to have those little beer sweets when I was younger. They were fine. And what were they full of? Ear numbers, exactly. And I turned out all right. <laughs> For the people at home, I did a little shape there. Like I, was, I was mad. Dear Diane, I'm thinking of getting Botox. It seems to be so popular. Is it a good idea? Um... We also spoke about this, did we not? Because I'm going to get yeah. a Profilo, I think. What is Profilo? Profilo is that it's like a, a reduced down version of Botox, where they like inject hyaluronic acid into your like cheeks and face and jaw. But um, apparently, I'm the wrong side of thirty to get it. I got to wait another year. Oh, gorge! Mic drop. Mm. I would I get it done? I'm going to stick with the White Spirit and the <laughs> um, Polyfiller. Which is good, works well for me. <laughs> and I have a nice little, like I said, in the morning, yakko, headbutt, steak bake. <laughs> right, so to finish up the show, we do a little song. Milky, what's your atmosphere like? Can you feel a little atmosphere there? Can you do a little rub on the knee? Because sometimes we connect a lot better when we touch. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, come on. It's Tuesday, and we're having a depressing time. We've got Giswell Maxwell, whatever her name is, she's dying somewhere in a prison. And who cares? It doesn't matter because she thinks Jack's show is a given. I don't know what we're gonna do, but we're all gonna die soon and if we're gonna die let's make it work and say we're gonna kill ourselves if we don't get what we want <laughs> yeah we're gonna kill ourselves if we don't get what we want yeah we're gonna kill ourselves if we don't get what stop we stop it don't kill yourself there's don't. always a reason to stay like potential to win awards maybe get botox Maybe you can become, you can marry into a rich family <gasps> and then be on the UK Or go on to have years. a flourishing career in the arts like yeah. Patty. Yeah. Oh. You can become Melanie C. Let's you spin this around. You, you, you can become Jizzin Maxwell. Jizzin. No. Jizzin. You can, you Jizzin can become Maxwell. the person who goes, I got Ghislaine Maxwell in prison. Oh. Okay, let's change it. Seek justice. We could change it, I reckon. Don't ever kill yourself because you never know what you're going to want in the future. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good... Okay, everyone, come on, now. Uh, and you're never going to kill yourself because you never know, know what you're going to want, you want in, the in the future. <laughs> okay, let's finish the show. This is a nightmare. <laughs> well, thank you to my gorgeous guests. I've adored every second. Even though it's been up and down, we've had a beautiful time here. <laughs> it's been real. Hasn't it been real? It's, it's come been, from our hearts. It's, been, yeah, it's come from right. our hearts. Yeah. Well done, Milky. You're gorgeous. I love you too. More than anything. We love you. Well, we love you. I love the we little love bar so staff again. Well done for being the laziest people at the Fringe. They haven't lifted a finger. <laughs> Good work. Thank you, Chris, my beautiful producer, who's going to go home and have a stroke. <laughs> All right, then, my beautiful babes. Have a gorgeous day. We've run over maybe a little bit. Love you, too. All right, bye, gorgeous. This is a hat-trick compost. Forgot that bit. Beautiful. Love you. Bye.
Chat with Truly is recorded at my beautiful club, The Flick, down in the Assembly Underground. Oh, gorgeous. A big thanks to the wonderful people down at Berksness and my beautiful little music geek, Andy Goddard. Assistant producer is Diggory Waite. My beautiful little producer is Chris Jones. This is a hat trick podcast. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com.